are back and joined by Donnie and Chelsea. You know them uh, of this podcast, of course. And then also all of their uh, amazing projects. Exclusively, I Am The Cute One, which is a delightful movie recap podcast. Please go rate, review, subscribe to that before you continue listening to this. And uh, hi, friends. Hi. How's it going? Great. Yeah. Great. Very great. <laughs> this, Happy spooky season. This, oh, what were you about to say, Chelsea? This so was excited. my first ever <laughs> watching a single minute of Dallas. Dallas was a blind spot. And every time I was going to go like binge watch, something was going down in Dallas that I was like, mm-hmm. do I want to be investing my time? I was cackling. I was laughing out loud. I think I'm going to have to go back and watch like season one and two. So season one, I mean, the, it's like truly six episodes long. I think it's so short. You could yeah. probably get through it, but it's not very good. I mean, the only thing that happens is uh, Brandy makes a hat with like dog shit on it and goes to a party. <laughs> okay. and I, I think that's episode one. Yeah. And then, and then there's this like fake fight with like the girls and there's a friend of that supposedly like do you remember, Donnie, she like shit in the car. Or something? Do you no, I didn't watch thing? season one. Because I started oh. late. There's so by the sh- time I got around, everyone was like, just skip season one. There's a lot of scat talk in, <laughs> in, um, <laughs> in Houses of Dallas. I mean, Brandy is so, Brandy and Seventy are both so into like piss and shit humor, which is not really my vibe. But I, I laugh at them because it's so against, they're like playing so against type in that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because but. even as we get into the later seasons, they play like, at weather like girls trips away they play bingo and the board where you find out like what one put your thing on is a chicken walks around on the ground and shits on the thing and if the chicken shits on the space you're on you win i just would not expect dallas to be so potty talk centric well why not not? oh i'm from dallas (laughs) like no it's not i mean i also like well first of all before we get, we already, we're getting into things. We are recapping, <laughs> I said this in the intro, but recapping uh, season two, episode three of The Real Housewives of Dallas. And uh, th- it is called, two. what is it called? Two-Faced Faced or something like that? I can't remember. I should have I should have written that down. I have all my other notes up. But you can find it on Peacock. That's where all of the Housewives shows are streaming now. So go check that out. Listen to it before this chat, or also you're welcome to just listen. And this is the beginning of our Halloween series here on the podcast, which we're so excited to be doing. So um, this is a pretty great one. So once again, Chelsea, never seen Dallas. Donnie, sort of familiar. I am from Dallas. And these women don't... There's parts of like the show that do remind me of Dallas, and then so much that doesn't. And the big thing that reminds me... The the big takeaway I've had from the show... um, So there is a... One of my best friends from home, uh, she works in the charity and nonprofit world. And the con- the conceit of the show at first was like women in charity. Like the mm-hmm. season one doesn't really feel like Housewives. Chelsea, it's very like, it's the, all like the time Season one Potomac, yeah. It, okay, so like in Potomac where it was all yes. about etiquette. Because I yes. noticed, and I, obviously we're going to like get into detail of the like Brandy v. Stephanie fight. <laughs> But it was so mm. weird to me when they were like, she was putting her society life first. I'm like, what the fuck is that even right. supposed to mean? Yeah, I mean, nothing. But but so my so my my friend who works in the nonprofit world, 
season one of the show, especially Leanne is really pitching herself. She's like, I am the queen of charity work in Dallas. Like she doesn't have a job. Like her job is hosting charity, charity events. And I asked my friend when the show premiered, I was like, do you, have you worked with Leanne Locke? And she's like, who? <laughs> Oh. Wow. Um, so, I do want to make it known that it's not just season one. She does, like, I spoke to her after she was fired. I had her mm-hmm. on my old Housewives podcast, and she, like, still very much pitches that she is a charity woman. She okay. referred to herself as the Snow White of Dallas. Like, <laughs> in the conversation, I she said, mean, I'm the sweetest person you ever met. I'm the Snow White of Dallas. I'm like, oh, okay. What? <laughs> <laughs> So then is she referring to her castmates as the seven dwarves? (laughs) The thing about Cam is dwarf because she is the largest woman I've ever seen. That woman is eight feet tall and court. Her husband is (laughs) goes up to like her waist. Um, Was it you that said that um, Cam is built like the monster from signs? (laughs) <laughs> it's not me, but that's. I wish it was. It's hilarious. <laughs> she looks exactly like that. Oh you know, when the monster's like hunched over and yeah, walking like, in the alleyway and turns around, he's like, uh-huh. So it yeah. wasn't you or it was? Because you knew it specifically to explain. It wasn't me, but I just okay. always think of that moment with the alien because yeah. that moment freaks me out as a kid so much when he yeah. just like turns around. I swear and, like, it was you because we recapped maybe signs. It was. We did recap Or maybe it was, was kicks. Like, yeah, you, maybe you're right. Um, <laughs> But the so season two started and our two new women were Cam and Deandra. And both of them, I think, are really, on paper, in the beginning at least, are very good additions to the show. And because they both come from huge names in Dallas society. So Deandra's, so Deandra's last name, Simmons, there's like a little highway named after her. Like, oh, wow. In Dallas. So when she talks about her her being in society, like she is in Mama D, her mom, which sadly she wasn't in this episode, but like she re- they really do have something going there, I think. Okay. Um, and the West Cuts too. But uh, Cam, I, I can't, I can't handle. Chelsea, what, before we like recap this episode, what are your like first thoughts on the wives? Because this is your first time getting your eyeballs on them. Okay. So obviously I know the lore of all of the women and I know mm. like, from the Bravo universe and from meme accounts. Like I know who ends up being a total piece of shit and who like, you know, only becomes a moderately (laughs) based piece of shit on Brandy's hat. But (laughs) based on like taking all of that aside, just like my first impressions of the women on the, on the show, everybody made me laugh. Mm -hmm. I was cracking up Deandra and her whole storyline with her stepson. (laughs) eBay. I was like cringing, cackling. My butthole was clenched, like loved it. I find Leanne Locken like pitching her evil plan to her therapist, not taking her therapist's advice and then just doubling down. I was crying. I was laughing so hard. Brandy and Stephanie making up and like, I mean, I know we're going to talk about it in detail. I was crying, laughing during that scene. All of the men are hideous. All of so the men are ugly. hideous. So Travis ugly. looks it, like Thumb Thumb from Spy Kids. <laughs> like, they're all hideous, except for, I think if I had to pick the hottest one, it would be Deandra's husband. Yes. In this and episode, he, yes. And he, like, you can tell he throws down in the bedroom. Like, they oh. fuck. 
I mean, she gets to keep that $15,000 dress. They're doing something. (laughs) It's insane. And also, the thing, going back and watching this, they come into some really dark money troubles. <laughs> so it's like they do. Why? Yeah, yeah. That's def- That's why she's doing selling her clothes. She's trying I mean, to make a it rich, sound- a truly rich person doesn't sell their clothes on eBay. No. So <laughs> that's the thing. It's like, girl, we can kind of tell like what's going on here. So, okay. Question <laughs> though, before we get into the funny stuff, please yeah. tell me that Carrie Duber and her husband are divorced now. I don't think they are. They're not. They fucking hate each other's guts. I, I haven't know, seen a couple hate each other so much since Shannon and David Bedore season one of Shannon's first season. I I agree, but I also, there's something about it that feels so for television. Like they remind me a bit of like Drew and Ralph uh, mm. because like they're trying so hard to be like, like the scene of them at that like news station yeah. slash you would be TV able set. to fake it you uh-huh. like you're you can be a professional you can Especially, be like camera action she right. might need time with her daughter and need to be a housewife now whatever but it, that is still money coming into her pocket so right. she wouldn't sabotage him on tv like that yeah i just i don't think that it's all real yeah. but i do think he is a dick regardless so yeah yeah so the, i also so episode- think he's the hottest husband <laughs> <laughs> Tom just threw up on his no. microphone. Mark Duber, yeah, for sure. Ne- it's, I think it's next season. We, we get to see him naked. Ugh. Can't wait. In a bathtub, probably. <laughs> no, it's worse, Chelsea. They run at each other naked in like this like field in Amsterdam. Like <laughs> Carrie and him. It's like a romantic like thing. I, I wish it shocking. was me. Yeah, <laughs> you see him naked. Yeah. You know what? It is about him. You know, I love a bald man, but he is not committing to the bald. He needs mm, to take a bic mm. to that head. Yeah, I agree. It's it, when some when a man is like that, it's clear that they are not they they don't like receive feedback well because mm. you know people have told them mm-hmm. that you should just shave that. Yeah, yeah. true. So. So the episode starts with Stephanie and her party planner um, (laughs) planning this Halloween party. And the party planner was making me cackle because she was like, (laughs) I have an an idea. What about bad romance? And I'm like, okay, like that's not Halloween. Like, I don't really know (laughs) what that is. I mean, I think of obviously the Lady Gaga music video, but like, and then she's like, and I'm thinking about like a chandelier (laughs) graveyard. But I think the bad romance music video is the only thing she had in mind. Because, like, the chandelier (laughs) graveyard is the whole vision. And then I think she had to let the rest of the party fall where it may. But, like, the chandelier graveyard was the party idea. Yeah. I do. I like Stephanie a lot. I think that she has to be evil behind the scenes because you can't be that nice on television. I also... I mean, I do know her voting records, and it's <laughs> wild to me that she's a social worker, the way she votes. But that's neither here nor there. Yeah, she's I, a Ted Cruz head, isn't she? Mm-hmm. But so yeah, is my Lisa Barlow. Of, of so, are, yeah, you know, I, I can't I, if I'm going to look the other way for my Vita queen, I'm going to have to do the, <laughs> the rest for the rest. But uh, when we're introduced to her and she's trying to come up with a signature drink and she takes a drink and she's like, that's <laughs> disgusting. I was like, oh, I love her already. <laughs> Because one time like, I don't drink in the day, but I just sometimes though I, just, I do sometimes actually I, actually I every day. Um, 
one time I tried, I was, I really wanted a dirty martini, but I was out of olive juice. And so I tried mm-hmm. to substitute pickle juice, not the same. So just yes, uh, say my neighborhood bar does that. They like, that's on their menu is pickle martinis and I can't get behind it. And I love pickles. I love a pickle no. back shot, but mm-hmm. not yeah, a pickle I like that too. martini. Do you like, do you like martinis, Donnie? Only like, you know, chocolate or cherry one. <laughs> we'll make one of those when we go on our vacation. Oh, perfect. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so planning for the party, we also get this wild scene with Cam and Court mm. where they're going to, <laughs> they're like, we're going to go to, first of all, in Dallas, there are Tex-Mex restaurants on like every corner. And they're like, we're going to an authentic Mexican <laughs> restaurant where they don't speak English and you're going to have to translate for us. And they go into this whole thing about how their daughter is fluent and <laughs> oh, Cam says she has a superpower because she can translate for me. And, like she'd never know what to do without her like s- Spanish superpower. It's all really sweet slash problematic. Yeah. Like. Like impressive and it's clear. I mean, the Bravo editors are always going to show us if a child is fucking up or not speaking correctly. And so Mm -hmm. this little girl seems to be actually fluent. So it's not like um, the couple from New York, Alex and Simon, when they were (laughs) like, oh, and the kids just like speaking gobbledygook, like baby language. And they're like, he's fluent in eight languages. (laughs) Well, that's not really. Yeah. Right. And then she. Also, she says in quote, to hear Hilton speak her Spanish is just music to my ears. <laughs> I will say not so much about the daughter, but about just the situation in general. Mm-hmm. I hate when people make their kids order. Like this woman has other tables. She has things to do. She's not here to wait around for you to force your child to speak Spanish to me right now. You know, oh, I, I, you I, like I that? You well, it's an important life skill. Yeah. So like yeah. as a mom, like we're making our five-year-old, if we go out to dinner now, like she at least has to order her own drink because it's important to teach them because there's nothing worse than serving a table and having like a 16-year-old look at their mom to order. It's like bitch speak. So oh, yeah, it has to be weird. at some point. But also this woman is on television. She's having her moment. That's you know? true. <laughs> oh, Hilton is feeling it. And also there is – so. <laughs> I was thinking about this. I'm like, did they name Hilton after yes. Paris Hilton? Or the Hilton Hotels. Right. And then Kathy Hilton is a housewife now, essentially. Like, it's just, it all is kind of hilarious to me that, like, they've essentially named their daughter after, like, the family of a real housewife at this point. <laughs> and then also their but other then- child's name is Cruz. And there's another Cruz on the show. I think, I think uh, Stephanie's son is named Cruz or... One of one of them has another cruise, which I'm like, isn't Teddy's one of Teddy's kids cruise too? Mm-hmm, yeah, mm. there's multiple, there, but there's two in Dallas. Like, yeah, and then Teddy. Yeah, it, it's not a. I feel bad. I feel bad talking about baby names. I guess, but like, the 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 trend of names after kind of like celebrities, which is what that is. Yeah, it's just kind of icky to me. Oh. Well, it's. Definitely, if Hilton was named after someone, it's definitely Paris Hilton, which right. is a choice. I mean, I love Paris, love the simple life, <laughs> but like yeah. that's that's a choice. But 
Also, I mean, my kids have really fucking weird names, so I can't really. Yeah, your kids are on really it. cute. They really are. But then, but then there's also what's her name, Trisha Paytas, who just had a baby named her Malibu Barbie. So, I, mean, <laughs> I guess Cruz, I'm okay with. <laughs> so then we cut to the scene of Carrie and Mark sitting down for dinner, and so their storyline this season that they've been talking about over the past couple episodes is that Carrie's like, I took a step back from the practice. Cause she, so they met because she was his like nurse assistant and then he left his wife for her (laughs) and then they still work together at this practice, but she's taking a step back to be with the kids and this scene, the reason to back to your point about them, this scene felt so staged to me when he walked in and was like, thought you'd have a glass of wine waiting for me. (laughs) I'm like, gross but and also then she like, does just... the like lady in the tramp thing with her daughter <laughs> gross uh-huh. <laughs> you don't do that right no okay good do you know how gross kids mouths are yeah. <laughs> i mean no like the shit that imagine. my three-year-old just like eats or like i find her doing no thank you <laughs> uh-uh. yeah. no Ugh. i think and... i did it with my mom that tracks are you serious yeah not with noodles like cookies i think that's worse i wish it was noodles how do you bite on a cookie and then meat in the middle (laughs) (laughs) make it some literally like i'm just picturing like you sharing a cookie and just like crumbs like dripping like a cookie is just an easy solution just to crack that baby in half no it's to be cute Mm -hmm. like butterfly kiss I mean, I've put a dollar in my mouth and fed it to a drag queen before, so I can't really say I'm, like, much better. A dollar? Like, yeah, which is disgusting. Yeah, that's the part <laughs> I have a problem with. What yeah, did you, how did you feed it? Like, in a person's in my mouth. mouth? Oh, like a Scott Disick, <laughs> shove it in, in the mouth? No, it was in my mouth, and I made the drag queen take it out of my mouth with their mouth. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I, oh. It was a different time. It was pre-COVID, and I thought I was really doing something there. In hindsight, with a single dollar. <laughs> <laughs> I was being feeling flirty. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, watching this scene, though, I forgot how much I hate Mark just in general. Like he's no matter okay. how much acting there is, like he's a he's a shitty guy. Yeah. Like he really just is. I mean, I know you're into it, Tony, but. No, I said I think he's the most attractive. I didn't say it's personality based. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. You know it's bad when they play the sad lifetime music in the background. <laughs> so sad. Yeah. Well, so also another thing that's happening in the season is Leanne was like the villain season one and she stays the villain forever. But Brandy so Brandy and Stephanie have this really bizarre falling out. That was essentially actually over a Watch What Happens Live appearance, but they're not talking. We're not at the phase of Bravo at this where moment they're where they're like down to show Watch What Happens Live clips and stuff. So it's it's partially because of that. And also Stephanie um, wrote a blog, which I can't believe blogs were still happening when this <laughs> aired. Yeah. But they showed a blog. I was like, wait, that was still a thing? So it, it's a very sh- – they, they didn't navigate it well because it's a very show – fight right but that they aren't totally talking about but because of that brandy becomes like fake best friends with leanne that is so fucking laid on thick i can't and they're sitting down i was laughing so hard when they said something that nah i mean the show is essentially going to like nasty ass restaurants and then a party and then another nasty restaurant like they sit down and they order shrimp and grits at like 11 a.m in the afternoon (laughs) and 
Brandy's like, hey, I'd like shrimp and grits, but can I have a really, really small one? Why is really she always small. whispering? She's always like, hey, it's me, Brandy. <laughs> I like shit, shit on hands. Thank you. Thank you. Bless your heart. Bless your heart. That is such a good impression because it's so breathy. It's like she's just like a poor, innocent little flower navigating right. this world. I think and that's why she has to talk like that because she, <laughs> her looks, I think she has Careful. to make up for. No, I'm not well, saying whether they're it good looks or like bad. Her but eyes it is are sealed a tough shut look. by like yeah. super glue. Like, I'm like, uh-huh. are you awake? Like, there are times that I'm looking at her, I'm like, do you have eyeballs? Well, I just wish someone would color in her eyebrows a little darker i don't think that's helping i know she's a no. redhead but like it's and she, well and she puts on so much mascara so she so she has yeah. like very heavy eyelids <laughs> puts on so much mascara and has essentially no eyebrows which i am i am a no eyebrow person if you can see they're like barely there i mean no bra- eyebrows are in just ask julia fox <laughs> i know i wish i had them and i don't well you could like, i never plucked my eyebrows you can pencil them in yeah that would look crazy if at 31 I started having just like Brooke Shields. No, you eyebrows. just need to start talking or dye to them. New oh, yeah. You can do <laughs> just that. Just start talking to the new <laughs> yeah, people. They don't, they don't know what you looked like yesterday. But yeah, I dyed my beard. Yesterday it was gray. But today, the beard dye looks good because there's like, it just wor- it works. Okay. The beard dye. We'll dye your eyebrows when we all go away. Oh, together. yeah. Please. I'm scared. <laughs> Wait, so we get the sit down between Brandy and Stephanie. And this is one of the funniest. funniest. So they walk in and Brandy's like, hey, girl, it's me. I'm here. <laughs> and hey. then Stephanie's like, oh, well, thank hey, you so much. Hey, hey. Um, hey just, heart, I have a water. I don't need anything. <laughs> what? Oh, it's like, do you have an iced tea? I, oh, I actually have sweet tea in the fridge. No, oh, well, no, I've got, a, I've got a water. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're like mice. It's like an <laughs> SNL sketch where it's like the quieter one of them gets the other one matches until they're both just like, okay, should we go outside? Should we talk? Let's talk it out. They sit down on the porch and like, they can't stop saying thank you. Like, oh, thank you so much. No, thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bless your heart. Thank you. <laughs> it's almost like ASMR, to be honest. Like, the yes. t- I want, it, we really need one of, I know that the, the trend has passed, but you've done them, Chelsea, I, I think, and, and Danny Pellegrino, the like ASMR like voiceovers of the Scenes. I know you said they're so wildly time consuming. Yeah, I want to get back to them just because the finished product just makes me laugh. But yeah, it takes <laughs> so long to do. This would be a good one because the 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 text is really really spectacular. Because say what you, Stephanie is delightful. Brandy is funny sometimes, but the two of them, you know, don't have a ton of. I'm just going to say vocabulary, maybe. Right. Like, when they're apologizing, seeing them navigate the English language is so just gratifying to watch. Well, I can't believe that Stephanie called Brandy's marriage a slow car crash. That's brutal. <laughs> that savage. That is brutal. She's like, well, well, but it was taken out of context. <laughs> it, was, it was taken out of context. I actually meant that it was a slow car crash into a fiery death. <laughs> yeah, you're like... I was like, Stephanie, there's not a lot of ways that can be taken out of context. No. Wait, can we talk about the most devastating uh, thing to Brandy? <laughs> I was waiting for this. 
<laughs> so Brandy reveals that in the time where they weren't speaking, Stephanie became really good friends with Gary Duber. And there was a selfie. And there was a selfie and it was put on Twitter. It wasn't even Instagram, it was <laughs> Twitter. And it was like, me and my writer die. <laughs> so Brandy goes, and then I saw on Twitter that you call Gary Duber your ride or die. <laughs> She goes, I'm so sorry. (laughs) It's so funny. I was watching it. I downloaded it and I was watching it like on my commute into work. And I was laughing on like the packed seven train. I I rewound that part like four times because it literally is on the heels of Brandy talking about all the hurtful things Stephanie did, including, again, calling her marriage a slow car crash. And then that is like she could not bear the fact that there was a Twitter post with the caption calling Stephanie her ride or die. Like that was the, that was the breaking that point. That was it. But honestly, honestly, I do sort of get it because like, have you ever been in a fight with someone and the actual reason you're mad at them maybe even never comes up, but like the littlest fucking thing happens and you're like, God, I hate you. You know, like, like, that like I can kind of see where that plays out where she's like been mad been mad yeah. and then like oh my god I'm just so even more angry now so I kind of get it but she speaks yeah. about it truly like the 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 phrasing and the tone of voice she carries with each of the scenarios should be swapped absolutely oh, yeah. but I just think it's so funny that like I mean and you have to obviously there's like the show dynamics play into it like Brandy obviously cuddled up to Leanne and then mm-hmm. Carrie and Stephanie, but she literally, it was like she had been stabbed in the heart <laughs> that ride or die. Your ride or die. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so there's something about Brandy's storyline through the shows that I really want to talk about because I've never really had the opportunity. Because, you know, we started the podcast at the end of Dallas's final season and it was so bad and we just weren't really talking about it. Something that I go to often with Brandy. So Brandy, now heartbreaking, of course, what's going on. What, what, what we learned about her going through a miscarriage and she, a big storyline is she's wanting more children. Like, and what's amazing is she does end up having more children. She has two children. She's, they're not twins, but they're like very close in age. And then there's two more that come after the season. Now the third child. So yeah, the third child. So it plays out in the next season, but she essentially has a friend who's like, hey, I <laughs> I know someone who has a baby that's a redhead and they're going up for adoption. Do you want <laughs> the redhead? Essentially like for aesthetics. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, absolutely. <laughs> she adopts a friend. Uh-huh. So it can fit the rest of the yeah the collection. Speaking. So that's like the same energy as like, oh my god, I know you love pugs. I just saw a pug on Craigslist. Do you want me to send you the listing? (laughs) I mean, uh, of course, adoption is great. I'm not taking away from that, but I had I did not know about that. Yeah, she buys the baby. 
she buys a baby. And what's weirdest about it is they were not prepared to have a baby. Like they had, they, they were like, we're going to keep trying. They were doing other things. Wait, and then don't you have she to brings be, the baby home. Don't you have to be like a pro- So it was like a true private adoption. Like it was private. Like, it was completely Like private. mother to her. Friend of a friend, friend's friend was like, my baby's a redhead. You want yeah, it? Because in the next season, they have a party <laughs> where they're going to tell people that like yes. this process is starting but they bring the baby home to that party instead yes and they're like, There's like a, that's like There's when like a... southern charm season two started and katherine dennis had a baby like surprise yeah. <laughs> it's, ex- it's, it's, it's i've just wild. never heard of that because i have yeah. i have friends who are going through the adoption process and it is so time expensive so time extensive and so expensive and they're on month like nine of essentially like going through classes and trainings and shit i guess if you just know a redhead (laughs) (laughs) that redhead network Uh it's it's just i'll never be a part of it that no (laughs) (laughs) do you have a do you have a vendetta against genders um just boys Okay, I got it. Yeah, I girls, I love. Yeah, girl, ginger girls are are rock stars, but yeah. ginger guys can't be always be trusted. I, I exactly. Yeah, I would like my silence to be noted, please. Thank you. <laughs> Complicity <laughs> is what your silence means. <laughs> I just, it's, it's crazy to me that you go from like waking up one morning without a child and and then <laughs> like, but not preparing for a child, right? And then ending the day with a child that you like. Just they're like, yeah, I'm down. <laughs> it's just wild. An impulse baby. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. All about aesthetics. <laughs> um, so, we, this, yes, we, then we also, we, talk, we talked about this a little bit with Leanne. Leanne has to sit down with her therapist. Wait, can we, so I'm so sorry. Can we talk uh-huh. about one other thing that Stephanie and Brandy said? Because I didn't understand the context. Okay, well. So Stephanie whispers, I feel like you died. And then Brandy <laughs> said, I did die for a couple minutes. Was she <laughs> like in a accident or something or was that just a weird thing they said i actually think she did get into a car accident didn't she but after that it was after oh. that no i think she was just making a joke yeah like she was oh. just just you know the, i was like joking. this is either them just making a really weird convoluted metaphor or it's an important piece of the storyline so. <laughs> weirdly foreshadowing which is frightening i guess <laughs> i just when you said the car accident i was like wait i think she was I yeah that killed her mother-in-law no less <gasps> oh oh <laughs> Maybe well, Tom, no, we <laughs> don't have to. She's alive. That. Not the mother-in-law, Brandy. Not the mo- Donnie. <laughs> I'm just stating that. I didn't say whether it was good or bad. It's bad, Got obviously. Time stamp that. <laughs> I'm going to shout it. I'm going to say, you may have missed this on Glee, and then I'm going to post <laughs> everyone that this happened. <laughs> I forgot about that whole thing that is really dark yeah brandy has a very she's an interesting one like she really is because she is kind of fearless in many ways like on television she's down to do whatever and and say whatever yeah and with her comedy um for those who don't know she was canceled because of very valid cancellation reasons of uh imitating an asian person on uh Instagram live or something like that. It yeah. was, it was bad, but the, the darker part about that whole thing was that it was like, it happened like right after this season when she filmed it and yeah. did it and posted it. And then people didn't care until like four years later. It was so weird. The rumor is that Leanne 
lock-in like filmed it or screen recorded it and Mm -hmm. then when she started to get canceled she had her people leak this so that it could be like a bigger story since brandy was so gung-ho about leanne's cancellation that makes sense yeah but leanne and leanne's was really bad too yeah i mean it just there's (laughs) people just shouldn't be saying (laughs) right yeah it's just crazy yeah but um when leanne's is done with the therapist she (laughs) Pitches to her therapist. She's like, so I have this idea <laughs> that, you know, I'm going to like go to Stephanie's party, but as Stephanie, but Two-Face. And whenever you have to explain a costume, mm-hmm. the, the, that it, too many words, too many sentences to explain anything, a premise, an idea, you know, you have the wrong idea. Because she keeps, at, from this moment on in this whole episode, I feel like she's explaining this like constantly. Yeah. Because when we get to the party, no one understands it. And why wouldn't, there is a character Two-Face. Like, why wouldn't you be the one from Batman and just make half of it Stephanie? But yeah. Yeah, yeah, it could have looked She didn't wear the suit. She was just half devil, half Stephanie. Right. And so she pitches this to the therapist. All the therapist says is, do you have to? (laughs) She says, I think it would be better just to walk away. (laughs) And then I love Leanne going, it's a recipe for destruction, but it's going to be cute. <laughs> if that isn't her in a nutshell. Yeah. Donnie, how was she on your podcast? <laughs> Incredible. It was New Year's Eve that we recorded too. So oh. it was like a wonderful way for me to bring in the gear. I love her. I mean, she, what makes me sad about this is she has gotten so much work done for kind of no reason yeah. anymore. Like she can't stop. She's one of those people that is crazy on Facetune and all this. And in these yeah. confessionals, the woman, she is movie star, like stunning. Well, she me. was like in a, Miss Congeniality. Right. So like not ju- that, not only are you a movie star then, but you are a movie star in a movie about beauty pageants. Like you yeah. are beautiful. Stunning. I don't know why she like continued to get more work. Does done. she just... actually look like that? Because sometimes I can't tell when people love Facetune. Like if I saw them in real life, would they just look the same and right. they just Facetuned themselves? Because she doesn't even look like like I saw a picture of her the other day, and I truly she could have been anybody on Instagram. True. Yep. Yeah, I don't. Well, I guess I don't know what IRL her looks like. Donnie, yeah. Donnie's had the most recent IRL re- interaction. With but even her. then, that was almost like two years ago at this point. So yeah, that could have been three faces then. ago, right? Yeah, two face. <laughs> two face. Get it? It's half Stephanie, half another face because right. she's two faced. Get it? Get it? Is uh-huh. is Mark Duber the one that was getting head in the roundup or whatever? Yeah, that's so the that one. was that the this season too. Okay, so that she was alluding to that when she's like, of course, Mark recognizes jewelry. He loves fashion. (laughs) Essentially, like, if she could, she'd be like, I can smell a fact from a mile away. (laughs) Like, that's what she wishes she could say. Yeah. (laughs) So we get also some insight on what everyone's going to be dressing up for this party. And I fucking forgot. That Deandra and her husband go as Monica Lewinsky <laughs> Clinton, into which she puts on the blue dress, and her <laughs> husband says, "Well, when are you going to put the stain on it?" <laughs> when that man sniffed his cigar, disgusting. And then uh, who was it? Stephanie. That was like, "I knew you were going to do that." Mm-hmm. You're all trash. Every single one of you. 
So let's break. I want to break down the the costumes. Please. So we have Monica Lewinsky and Bill Clinton, mm-hmm. classic. We have then <laughs> we have Carrie Duber is a tiger, and then Mark, I guess, is a tiger like tamer. I guess yeah, it's like, like a, a ringleader. Thing. Yeah, yeah, which is okay. Stephanie and she was am- naked. We need to point that she, out. Yes, as oh, well. I'm sorry. Carrie Duber was naked, <laughs> um, spray painted body. Which she Carrie Duber is hot. She is, and she's also beautiful. Like and just yeah. Awesome. She also does. And a later season, she chops her hair off and I, like short like bob length, and it looks so good. I also spoke right to her like, on my podcast. What? I also spoke to her and she, yeah, for, for the Patreon of Ultimate Girls Trip. Um, and she took the call in her scrubs, in her closet, sitting on the floor with like her shoes and stuff. It was so good. Down to earth. Wow. We call her. wow. I, I, I really like her. I actually think she's probably a very nice human being. Yeah. I like yeah. her a lot. So Stephanie is a Mad Hatter, kind of predictable, you know, like that she would, she would do an Alice in Wonderland nod. Mm-hmm. And then one of my she probably was Harley Quinn a couple years later. Mm, I'm uh, sure, absolutely, because we also had a Harley Quinn there. I don't know if you saw her. No, the yeah, there was like an old woman dressed up like Harley <laughs> Quinn. Worth going back and looking at. <laughs> well, that was the other thing is on Peacock you can't screenshot, and I wanted to screenshot the costumes because there were some kooky, wooky, spooky costumes. <laughs> at this party. It looked like a fun party. It did. I'll say that. Th- th- that's the thing about Stephanie is she really is a good time. Like they're always down to just like do crazy shit and they're very no frills. Like they're down to just like, it can be fancy. It can be not all those things. Um, Now question. Do you think that Deandra was really swayed by the theme or do you think she would have been there as Monica Lewinsky and Bill Clinton, no matter what? Cause she was like trying to push the narrative. (laughs) Get it. Get it. Bad romance. I'd never been a worse romance than this one. I'm like, all right, (laughs) Deandra relax. That's a good point. I actually think she's. they've done that together many times. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like they have that costume just, like, ready to go. Unlocked. Because I also like, well, not like, but when she was like, then I would need a wig. And then the next thing she does is take out his wig. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this is so planned. And also, I love that she just, in the year 20, what, 2018 or whatever yeah. this was, is still... <laughs> Thinking that Monica Lewinsky seduced Bill Clinton. <laughs> like she's singing like Marilyn Monroe, Happy Birthday, Mr. President. I'm like, why not just be them then? Right. And that's what he wanted to know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like that, like the, in, in the same breath, that is also a bad romance, I guess. Right. Yeah. If you want to stick to the theme. but I didn't watch the movie yet, but <laughs> I think so. Oh, what? Oh, blonde. Marilyn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't have. I, okay, I really have no interest in Elvis or Marilyn. Mm. Like, well, I definitely I, have no interest in Elvis after this past season of Big Brother. I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> that's please, no. true. Yeah, no. Um, but yeah, it just I don't care. Doctor Bald was watching Blonde, and every time I came into the room, I was like, "Yep, I will not be watching this movie." Oh, it's just it's not just, for me. It's just, yeah. My friend was like, we got to go see, because it's playing at the Paris Theater, which is mm. the theater um, right in Central Park. And it's pretty, it's just like one screen, movie screen. It's um, the one Carrie uh, Bradshaw took herself on a date with. Can I see yes. tea for two, for one? Yeah. That one, for anyone listening. An iconic episode of Sex and the City. And I've actually recreated that uh, in my own life when I first moved to the city, because I am a Sex and the City nerd. Leanne just sniffed you, I think. 
But um, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I just don't want to go. Like, I don't really care about that. Oh, yeah. Take me a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're here. Um, no, so one of my favorite costumes of the night brought, and I tip my hat to the Bravo editors. Brandy and her redheaded husband walk in, and they are Mister <laughs> and Mrs. Skeleton. <laughs> like who did they acknowledge that that's who they were <laughs> it's just so funny to me uh, and, and thinking about she's like someone someone's like brandy like what are what are you what are you and your husband she's like oh uh, we're mr and mrs scale <laughs> bless your heart thank you <laughs> i did die for a couple minutes and i came back as mrs skeleton <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> she <is so> stupid. <laughs> I'm not saying whether her looks normally are good or bad, but she looked great with her full face painted. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I also think she had some eye tape. I just wanted her to get an eye lift so bad. Like I, she looks so sleepy all the time. Yeah. I think she's had. She has the same thing that um, Brittany Cartwright has, though, where her eyebrows have been lifted, but the eyes mm. remain down. Mm. <laughs> Sure. I've never noticed that about Brittany. She has that. Uh, I think it's she looks Brittany looks great. I mean, she's a stunning person in general, but I think it's settled because I saw some Instagram photos recently when she was posting her Jenny Craig commercial that like mm-hmm. she, it looks like everything's <laughs> settling. I heard well, that <laughs> laugh after Jenny Craig. <laughs> I thought it was a joke. I didn't know Jenny Craig still existed. <laughs> no, yeah, Brittany is their matter. spokesperson. Okay. And Mama Sherry, too. Who's Mama Sherry? Know, her mom. Oh. She's going to hop she... on that SpawnCon yeah. deal. She's okay, though, right? Mama yeah, Sherry? she seems to be fine. Okay, good. Good, yeah. good. Um, <laughs> we checked in on that. Um, and then lastly, Cam arrives as a <laughs> pink princess. Did you see that? Like, come around here. <laughs> yeah. Like okay, I mean, I, I obviously understand it's probably because Disney. You, we can't like say names, but it's just funny to me that we have Mister Mrs. Skeleton and Pink Princess. <laughs> I just think it's really funny that her storyline is like, I can do it all. I can be a mom, I can be a wife, and I can be a woman who loves pink. <laughs> yeah, and well, do you know about the pink dog food? About like what happens with it? Does it make dogs die? So dogs have like explosive <laughs> diarrhea. <laughs> Shit, no dog food should be pink. And aren't dogs colorblind? Yes. That's when she throws a part, she like throws like a a prototype party, and everyone is like, hey, just like a question, like, who is this for? (laughs) Like I actually think this season ends with she has she does like a like a fashion show for pink dogs. And it's called Sparkle Dog Food, which Sparkle Dog. That's what, yeah. <laughs> Sparkle dog. Like when when her husband, when her husband, what's his name? Um, Court. When Court is like, I, I can't invest in that. <laughs> I'm like, honestly, I'm with Team Air. Court. And this is skipping ahead. This is a little bit of a spoiler alert. It's not even like pink. When I no. pictured pink dog food, I thought like just a bowl of pink. But it is just like <laughs> lightly pinked brown. Pink. Like if you leave your meat out too long, it's like mm-hmm. a brown pink mixture. Yeah, and it, it's, I guess it's dyed with like beets or something like that, and whatever <laughs> she dyed it with, like, like dogs makes are dogs allergic to probably have the runs. It's, Go, prob- it's probably need- like how dogs can't have like grapes or raisins. Yeah, I imagine beets. That seems similar. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, I, I agree. You should go, if you need a good laugh, go look up like um, Sparkle Dog <laughs> reviews. reviews. <laughs> it is it is... like the Haribo gummies for dogs? <laughs> Wait, what are those reviews? Oh my God. You need to look up the Haribo gummies sugar-free those reviews, it was like a creative writing exercise, some of those reviews. Oh, my God. I'm going to do that right after this. Yeah. Well, and then also when I was re- when we were watching this today, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, it made me think of like the pink sauce drama on TikTok. Mm. Do we, are we all familiar mm-hmm. with pink sauce? Yeah. It's just like maybe things just shouldn't be pink. <laughs> True. Which the pink sauce drama, they that influencer went on – the queer eye for the straight guy show. Um, no, she was on that. And he Karamo. took and he took her that. side, <coughs> and told the other influencer who like spoke out against it, like what you say on the internet can affect other people's businesses. Mm. Yeah, but sometimes that's a, you have to do that because they right. have bad business. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that show, the Karamo show, I guess is. There, it's not like a talk show. It's like it's like a full on like Maury's like level like because you know what it reminds me of. Was... I'm not gonna lie. I watch all, all of those clips on Instagram and I find them very <laughs> entertaining. Yeah, it's like Doctor Phil meets the Steve Wilco show. It's not <laughs> Jerry Springer, but do you remember when his bodyguard Steve got his own show, the Steve no, Wilco show? Oh yeah, yeah. It's very much that where Steve would give out more like advice posturing as like a therapist and that's kind of the same dr phil level energy that's getting yeah but it's a genre that like we i guess we don't really have any shows like that right now so work but the also thing with karamo is like his whole thing is like i'm here to solve real life problems like on queer eye and it makes him look extra phony because i think it's kind of funny yeah and yeah he's not qualified like his position on the original queer eye was just like to make people go to the theater and like watch whatever like a yodeling channel or something to give the men like personality right but now i think they were like well gays are more than theater and yodeling so now (laughs) so i i meant to say opera both of those times not okay I was like, I was like, you know, I'm just kind of going with whatever. (laughs) I was like, wow, I did not know yodeling was making such a comeback. Culture, because remember, it was initially called culture. Like that was the name of that guy. So then they didn't want it to be like so, so stereotypical. So they made Karama like the advice person, but he has no experience with that. He started on the real world and then did the challenge. Yeah, Right. right. Yeah. So, um. (laughs) <laughs> Shout out to Karamo. Um, so back to the party. We also get a moment because once again, Brandy, <laughs> I love her, hate her. She sometimes is makes me lol. Like she says just really funny yeah. things. So and funny. when she says <laughs> to Cam, she goes, Cam's talking about wanting to be in a beauty pageant. <laughs> and they're like, well, what talent can you do? And she's like, well, I can. And I can't remember all the things she said. But it was just like non-talents. And Brandy was like, well, we'll just submit you for the pageant where they don't have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but in Cam's confessionals, she does look like the alien in science because she kind of has to like hunch over to get in the shot. Like she's always like, she has like, the same. Well, I've. Do you listen to how rude you are when you talk about my talent? Well, she has the same posture as the alien from Signs, but she has the same jaw as the person who's seen the ring, and it's seven <laughs> days later. 
like the oh yeah yeah she does do that and really elongates and Mm -hmm. you know if she she looks like nicole kidman i have to give i just like talked so much shit about her but she's stunning she looks like nicole kidman well this is what i was about to say i was like if she wasn't currently canceled for essentially doxing people and tiffany moon and all that stuff i I want her to she should have done for how she should for halloween this year do the whole amc thing oh yeah she looks she looks exactly like her. It's wild. Yeah. And and famously Nicole is very, very tall as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so there we go. So, there you go. So we get Leanne at the party. She shows up and flop city. <laughs> <laughs> she is flopping. The jokes aren't landing. No one's getting it. <laughs> Because she doesn't look like Stephanie. She did nothing besides that tennis bracelet to like give any indication that that's who she is. So everybody's like, oh, Two-Face. That's really funny. Oh, angel and devil. Yeah. She doesn't look like Stephanie. And I'll repeat the Batman part. She doesn't look like Two-Face. No. She's just like split down the middle. That's it. The angel and devil, I think, is where she went wrong. Yeah. Because then you're like, oh, you're just an angel and a devil? Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a cool costume. Yeah, like, like to, to yeah. show up to show up to a costume party halfway and it's yeah. as two costumes like that's sure. a cool idea. Like I would look at that and be like, oh, you put a lot of effort into that. Great mm-hmm. job. One time on the Wendy Williams show on a Halloween episode, there was someone that was half the Wicked Witch of the West <laughs> and half Glinda. That was really love cool. Um, so I do when love you... a split costume, but this was a flop. And I think because I am Petty Betty. I would have found out what Stephanie was going to be at this party first mm-hmm. and then went half as that and half as Two-Face. That would have been really smart, actually. Thank you. You're, you're pettier than, <laughs> yeah, than, than Leanne Locken. That <laughs> or says something. <laughs> if she wanted to make a point about Stephanie, she should have gone as herself with a knife in her back. Ooh, so when people asked good... and then like yeah. have a, a note around it that says like from Stephanie. Yeah. You know, because then it like, you need to have the costume that explains itself when you're spending right. every moment at a party explaining to people what a burn your costume is it's not actually that much of a serve <laughs> and it and so we're watching this in an edited version of the party right i think it took a long time for it anyone to, get, to realize the party was only 30 people yeah and it took forever for stephanie to understand that she was her like, and that even some, took her husband to come up and then wait. all she said was Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but see this. Okay, so this is why I think Stephanie Holman really is one was for a minute really set up to be one of our best housewives because she does a really good job of not caring about the game of the show, which makes for a fun game in the show. Because like in a cast like this, so many of them are laying it on thick. Like mm-hmm. Cam, Carrie, and Leanne are working really, really hard to be good on reality tv and then later seasons deandra too is like creating drama where there is none and brandy and stephanie both sort of just exist in this like we are dumb idiots that don't know how we got cast on this godforsaken television program and it it works because when stephanie says like when she's like i'm not going to make a scene because like that's what she's trying to say is leanne wanted to be the star of this episode of the real houses of dallas and the more i engage with it the more she wins so who cares but it's a it's a fine line to walk and I found myself 
being entertained by her not feeding into it. Like we saw Leanne talk to her therapist about this. Like this is something she has been plotting and scheming and like wanting for so long. And for Stephanie to not give it power, I think it had the potential of being like, well, then why are you a housewife if you're not going to engage type of situation? Mm -hmm. But she did engage. It was just in an unexpected way that left Leanne outside by herself at the bar. (laughs) And that's like the ultimate hilarious power play to be like, oh, well, don't kick her out. That's fine. (laughs) I don't want anybody to be uncomfortable in my home. (laughs) It's No, I agree. It really is such a great power play. And seeing (laughs) seeing, um, Leanne and Brandy trapped on that other side of the pool, like who wants to hang out on that side of the pool? You know, every pool has that corner where you're like, you can't really stand there. You can't do anything. It's like Leanne got so pushed out of this party. She just ended up like (laughs) curled up in the corner of the pool wishing someone would like be friends with her. I mean, she really has no one. And she's kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy because she was so worried that now that Brandy and Stephanie have made up that she's going to be the outsider again. So she literally Mm -hmm. showed up to a party Party, dressed like Stephanie, therefore making herself the outsider. Like right. even when there's that confrontation, her whole thing is like, I'm a good friend and don't think that I'm a liability while she's literally dressed up <laughs> like Stephanie. Like she's like, I'm a good friend. You need to trust that I'm not a wild card crazy bitch as she's literally acting like a crazy bitch. <laughs> she... Oh, yeah. She has no self-awareness, which is why she is a good housewife in so many ways. Yeah. Wait, Donnie, do you remember why they're... Like, I still can't really remember why Stephanie is quote-unquote two-faced and why Leanne doesn't like her. No, because I didn't watch season one. So, like, whatever we were introduced to this season is just the lore I came with. I, I think that it's... I honestly think it's just, like, she hates that Stephanie like said shit about her in her interviews even though mm. like Leanne is an asshole yeah always what season is it where Leanne fights a trolley fights a trolley she like slams a trolley or something oh Walks- season one that's season the one. finale yeah oh yes 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 you know this season we get this is where we get I know the boys who did it <laughs> and then we get the my fingers they're not not they're not knives they're just hands or whatever like that like that whole thing so and, and we also, also have when she i think she tells brandy at that party where she's like i'm gonna slit your little fucking throat <laughs> and then so the reason so brandy and her are at this not a plastic surgeon leanna's getting her boobs done by like a general physician and they're in like the prep room and they're still mic'd and this is when she's like says she's supposedly on some sort of like like anti-painkiller or something like that or is this, no, not anti-painkiller some painkiller and that's when she says the thing about the knives and the hands and all that stuff and then they're going what does to that Mexico. mean though oh, my hands because she grew up in she's a carny she grew up in the carnival <laughs> <laughs> and she's saying like i don't i don't need, need knives i grew up I... beating the shit out of people with my hands <laughs> wow like, I can slit your throat with nothing but just my fingernails. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but so she gets her boobs done at her general physician's office. And then not a couple days later, goes, flies to Mexico. And she her breasts get infected. <gasps> <laughs> and they're all on vacation, like, and Carrie's there. And she's like, hey, like, I work in a, you know, 
plastic surgeon office. Like, I don't really know that you should be here right now. And then, like, she, like, got, I think she got, like, a bacterial infection in yeah. her implant or something crazy. It's so good, Chelsea. I'm horrified, and yet I'm going to binge. <laughs> it's great. And then also... We get we get a lot of glass throwing, and then at the finale party this season, Brandy has to be somewhere, so she hires a she facetimes in on an iPad, and a robot drives around. Wait, but isn't that how the Real Housewives of Dallas reunion ended up? That's more manifesting. Brandy is a witch. Oh, yeah, you're right. She's a witch. Oh, my God, <laughs> that's Mrs. Skeleton to you. <laughs> <laughs> that poor season five Dallas uh, reunion where she has no lighting. That overhead lighting. All you see bleak. is her like big eyelashes. And no, eye, no, what like we said, no eyeballs can be seen. Uh, she's like uh, Coraline's mother. Yes. <laughs> um. Well, this is the episode. Any any other final thoughts on Dallas? No, just thank you for making me watch this. Yeah, of course. Donnie? And I've watched Dallas and loved Dallas, but I, because it became something so dark and toxic and ugly, I haven't, like, thought about enjoying it in a long time, so I loved watching this again. Yeah, I, I like, really want to go back and keep watching the season. Me too. Like, my my cousins loved Dallas. My two cousins who, like, we always talk Bravo, they would get so mad, especially once I started my account that I like would not watch because th- that was their favorite. But mm-hmm. it was like literally every single time they convinced me like first it was the Leanne thing and then it was the Tiffany and then it was the Brandy video thing and then it was the Tiffany season mm-hmm. and all of that nonsense. Yeah. And I was like, every time I was like, oh, well, maybe. And then I was like, you know what? No. <laughs> no. Season two and season three, and then you you can call it. You're good. Yeah. Because season yeah. four and five is when we venture into the problematic territory. And I think they bring on one of the worst housewives of all time. Uh, Her name's Carrie. Name two? Carrie. It's a different Carrie. Oh. K A R I. And she just sucks. Oh, and is, in a is weird she? Marriage and yeah. Like, I... Not good TV. And yeah. Yeah, but this cast is great. I mean, I would love to see... Who of these people would you love to see on, like, an Ultimate Girls trip? I think that they need to do a challenge, mm-hmm. Ultimate Girls uh. trip. And I think that Leanne, if... I mean, you know, the Leanne we see on this episode could <laughs> kill Leanne. the challenge. If she can slit people's throats with her bare hands, I want to see what she does in the challenge. <laughs> I agree. But also a regular Girls trip, I would like to see Leanne. Or Deandra. Or Stephanie and Brandy. Like, focusing on where they are now and not what they become. Mm -hmm. Any of the four I just said are all great. They need to do an ultimate girls trip, mother-daughter trip, and have Uh. Deandra and her mom, Candy and her mom, Tinsley Mm -hmm. and her mom. Mm -hmm. uh, Who else? There's so many fucked up mother-daughter relationships. Candace. Candace and her mom. Oh, Dorothy. Yeah. Who else? I feel like there's another one. West Coast side that we're not talking. I guess there most no. There's not really any parents in the mix on in Beverly Hills or OC really. No. no. Salt Lake no. Well. Well, I mean Brooks and but that doesn't really work that way. No, it doesn't work that way. Well, we could have Jen Shaw and her mom since she stole from her mother too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Margaret and, and her mom. When from you make Jersey. like a you make like a scary reference or joke, you get this evil smile. 
<laughs> well, because I'm recording just with you guys, so I don't even have my glasses on to yeah, hide my evil uh-huh. glare. Yeah. Unlike Bernie, we can see your eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> They're very large. Um, well, thank you guys so much for coming on. And uh, next week, we will be chatting the Real Houses of Potomac Season 4, Episode 12, uh-huh. uh, Goodwill Haunting. Uh-huh. Now, this oh, is the episode one. where... Um, they take <laughs> I can't remember which one throws like a party at a haunted house and Karen like gets like flips off the clown. <gasps> I don't know if you remember that. Yes. <laughs> but then also it's like a big Michael Darby. Yes. That's the Michael Darby season. So there's a lot of butt grabbing talk. So looking forward to chatting that. And we'll be chatting with uh, Steve Faces by Bravo. So mm. check that out Aww. next week. And yes, he's the best. And then can you all just plug your stuff? All, all that stuff. Okay, uh, so you can follow me at Real Donnywood on Instagram or TikTok. You can follow Chelsea at Oh No Chels on Instagram and Twitter. No, I Twitter's the place where I go to type things that I screenshot, screenshot. and put on Instagram. So don't even worry about that. All right, perfect. And you can listen to our podcast together where we recap movies from the 90s and 2000s. And that is I Am the Cute One, a nostalgia podcast. Yes, and, and we this just had Sunday, Tom on. Oh, we'll yes. Ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on the pod this Sunday. So check that out. And then speaking of Twitter, something happened right before this recording. What? Where? <laughs> I'm so nervous. Did Page somebody. six tagged me <gasps> in like oh. an, an article about a tweet I made about Lena. <laughs> oh my God. I love that. Yeah. I was it's laughing scary. so hard. That's, I mean, <laughs> you're on the right side of history there, Tom. Sure. Yeah, well, Lena said, Donnie, you saw Lena's tweet about being like, yeah. I want to, at the gay pride parade, uh-huh. and be like, she wasn't for everyone, but she was for us. Yeah. What did <laughs> like, you say? I just posted the, the video I post every day of Quad going, no, no, baby, <laughs> no. <laughs> I got so nervous because Twitter scares me, and I just Twitter, don't need any same. other celebrities. Well, I got a notification. It was like page six has like <laughs> tagged you in a story. I'm like, what? No. <laughs> and on the first tweet on the on the article. Oh my god! But you you deserve that. You're good at Twitter. Yeah. I I don't know how to. I don't know. We can take this off the um, <laughs> offline, but I don't know how it all works. But speaking of that, you can follow uh, me on Twitter at two the number two dumpster divas. That is uh, Twitter and TikTok handle for the podcast. Me at uh, the Tom Hamlet. My sister at Kix Hamlet. And the podcast is Dumpster Dive Pod. And once again, thank you guys for being here and say bye to the listeners. Bye. Bye. bye.